there was this TikTok uh, video of this girl, this girl, and she was in Hawaii. Mm. Like she was in Hawaii. And she said to her mom, she was like, mom, the queen died. And she was like, who, Beyonce? <laughs> and she was talking about right. Queen Elizabeth. Right, right, yeah. That's what she was talking about. But oh, but mom, you know, the, right. the Hawaiian some, sister, yes. she's thinking like, like, oh, oh you talking about Beyonce? <laughs> <laughs> right, some people think Beyonce, right. So yeah, so for her, the larger-than-life mystique may actually be her positive, her superpower. If it she, is. If she comes down, people are going to be like, like it, it may be a negative. What's up, y'all? Harkos here with the Music Making Sense Podcast. And with me, as always, is the Dapper Dan Mohawk, man with the plan himself, living in always sunny Seattle, Washington, KP. How the hell you doing today, KP? Word, word, word. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty uh, wet over here. Yeah. How's it over there in uh, the good old state of Indiana? Doing pretty good, man. It's starting to transition out of winter and go into spring. So we're getting like the off and on, like 60 degree days and stuff like that, like today was and stuff. So pretty positive, man. It was a nice sunny day for about half the day. So it was nice. Yesterday right was pretty sunny all day as well, too. So the sunny days, man, dude, I, I'm a I'm a creature of the sun, man. That shit fucking makes you feel good inside. I don't know oh, what yeah. it is, yeah. but... It does. But uh but yeah, so just jumping into it today, we actually wanted to go over um a video that KP had brought up to my attention and stuff. It's a pretty good video. I checked it out today as well too, that no labels necessary did on branding and they were talking about branding in the in the form of, of Beyonce, but they were talking about it like in general as well too. And you know, just like off top, like branding is is key in anything that you want to do, no matter what your business is, you know? And like, for instance, here at Music Making Sense Podcast, our brand is we discuss music marketing, you know, tactics and everything like that, news and everything that's going on with music marketing. We, we discuss that. We figure out ways that, you know, people can succeed and different ways to try to do different things in the form of branding and marketing and content and everything like that. Everything that has to do with music marketing, because it's called music making sense podcast is where you're trying to turn your music into making sense, not just money sense, but also reasoning sense. You know what I'm saying? So that's our brand over here. That's what we always come in here and talk about is music branding, getting that shit out there, trying to turn that hobby into a jobby and making it keep on moving. You know what I'm saying? In case you like I say that one, <laughs> but you know, that's what we're trying to do and stuff. And so in, <laughs> yeah, but you know, but, uh, so that's what we try to do. And then when we are talking with artists, which we just did an artist spotlight, our first ever artist spotlight with uh, R&B artist royalty. And we were going yes, over yes. different different aspects with her on her her stuff. And she's a very, very unique person. Um, the video is out before this one. This video comes out. So on all the platforms and everything. So make sure you go check that out if you haven't already. But she's a very, very unique person. And we were discussing different ways that she can showcase that uniqueness because she's literally like, um, anything I need to do, I'll build it from scratch type of person. And it's, you know, I think that's dope, 100% myself, because I, it's, just, it's just in the, in the, in the world that we live in today of prepackaged and pre made, you know, pre everything, 
seeing people they're just like no matter what it is they're just building it from scratch it just i I don't know like i i just personally i love that shit you know that's just my personal thing but um but yeah so the the video they were talking about um they were actually reacting to another video where somebody was talking about how beyonce um doesn't do a whole lot of the branding things that for instance rihanna does and then also too that kind of plays into the fact that when she launches different different products products and stuff like that it doesn't pop as well as it should for somebody like beyonce however with rihanna it it pops you know it, it tends to go even though rihanna's not quite at the beyonce level and what they were what they were saying is that you know it's 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 because of the way that she interacts with her fans you know and then the way that you know that people get out there and stuff and i thought it was admirable that they weren't 100 percent shitting on beyonce for not getting out and not doing small events and stuff they said that it would go good but they understand why she doesn't want to because or she doesn't in general maybe not want you know want may not be the real word but she doesn't do it because she's at the tippy top and doesn't feel like she needs to or does you know something like that you know so uh like i thought i thought it was it was a really really good video just because you know they were discussing the different ways that you can connect with your fans and how how Corey even made a good point about how you know the the element of the larger than life celebrity i've heard him say this multiple times too the the larger than life celebrity is something that people just don't have fascination for anymore you know they want that realism and stuff like that and so they made the correlation where Anytime you see, like the only time you ever see Beyonce out, she's done up and it's a big spectacle. You never see her just out randomly. However, in the case of Rihanna, you'll see her out and about at like a gas station or something, you know, something like everyday people type of shit. She'll be looking good, but she may be dressed down a little bit, but still dressed up, if that makes sense. You know, stuff like that. So whenever she launches her her stuff, it pops because she has that connection with her fan base as like an everyday person. And um, I, I just thought that that was, that was a really, really good point to make. You know, they made other points, but I, th- I, f- I felt personally that that was my, my big takeaway is that, you know, the stronger of connection that you build with your fan base, whenever you introduce something to them, the more it will pop without you even really having to be pushy. You just, do it did you feel about the same way on that kp yeah and actually i was thinking about two people mm-hmm. as we were, as you were speaking about beyonce taylor swift and um who else was i just thinking about all right, all right, all right. I just wanted to come in here and let every single one of y'all who love raw, real underground hip hop know about a dope show I found over on YouTube. And they're exclusively on YouTube as well, too, all right? It's called Hip Hop Radar 
Underground. Make sure you go check them out. They got live Friday shows every single Friday, showcasing artists from all across the world, underground, raw, real hip hop. And if you're an artist, you can actually go and submit your music there too and get it popping on that show. It's a great place to go and network with everybody as well too. Everybody that watches that show and tunes in live are raw, real hip hop fans all right so it's a great place to find some real lovers of your music and like i said if you love listening to dope new music make sure you go check them out they also offer artist spotlight interviews as well too so if you're an artist you want a spotlight go ahead and hit them up over there me and kp were just previously on there and we had a dope interview sat down with the host himself sack juggalo and had a great conversation it was a great opportunity so i just wanted to cut this message right here for every single one of y'all who love Raw Real Hip Hop, or you're an artist, make sure you go check out Hip Hop Radar Underground over on YouTube. You can also follow them over on IG. Make sure you go check them out. All right, let's get back to the show. Taylor and, oh gosh, um, you said Rihanna. Yeah, I said but, Rihanna um, and Beyonce. I was comparing those two. Mm -hmm. I know they I also, at, in, in the video, they also talked about Kanye there briefly. They didn't talk about, about, uh, excuse me, Taylor Swift, where they talked about how Kanye, he really emboldened the brands that he was doing. Like you saw him always wearing Yeezys and stuff like that. So he really is like, hey, I wear this too. You should as well. Right. But, but what I was going to say mm -hmm. was um, more so with, uh, with her, it's the connection. Like I was looking at with Taylor Swift, her going to the Chiefs game. Mm-hmm. Right. And connecting with the fans. Now, in the past, Beyonce has gone to basketball games. A lot. Yeah. Uh, quite a bit. Right. Mm -hmm. So that was a connection that they did have with her. Now, when she was when she was out for a bit, when she first started coming out. Yeah, she did start doing that. But I think it was a lot of the ridicule and things like that she was going through and people just attacking her from different angles and stances mm -hmm. that she took and, and it just she just decided to go private and not put anything out until like recently mm -hmm. when she made the appearance at when she made her appearance at the cameo appearance at the super bowl mm -hmm. and then comes out with the two country soul songs carried um carried uh, 16 carriages and um um texas hold'em mm -hmm. right now, now the thing is, what's crazy is that with her putting out those songs, there are a lot of people who are like, who are jumping on the bandwagon. And I was watching Shannon Sharp, who spoke about this on, um, shout out to Shannon and uh, Chad Ochocinco Johnson. Um, they were speaking this on Nightcap. Mm -hmm. And he stated that Taylor Swift is moving the needle more so than Beyonce right now mm. because of her going on to going to the Kansas City Chiefs games, dating Travis Kelsey and just being in that, just being out there and just her showcasing the spirit and just love and the you know support for the game and jumping up and down showing like oh my god my boyfriend is fucking killing it you know he's catching touchdowns and her cheering and being like showing that 
Right. Oh my God, they're in overtime and right the the, the, the anticipation. Being so the it's every like, girl. Be, yeah, being, being the every being woman. the every yeah. girl. Yeah, yeah, being the every girl, like right there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. And it's funny as we were talking about brand uh brand archetypes. Now, when you think about it, Beyonce does Beyonce has gotten away from being the every the everyday, the every girl, every woman type. She has. Yeah. And it's and it's because of the fact that she's she's able, she was just able to do it in a way where she got she she became more of a private person and mm-hmm. decided to just take it to it, take it to a different level. Now mm-hmm. there's been some things said by I don't know if you ever heard of uh Jaguar Wright, but she's a uh, yeah I, She's a she's she's got, she's a former she's a back she was a, a back she was a vocalist mm-hmm. back in the nineties back in the, um, back in the early uh, like late nineties early two thousands and um, she's there's some things that she said but they I think some also rumors. well I mean it's been some I won't say rumors I'll just say that you know there's some she's saying there's stuff. some allegations saying she's just saying some things and mm-hmm. sometimes people talk it, sometimes it's legit you never know until it all crumbles right you never yeah. know right yeah. so but any but she's but the thing is i think with beyonce dealing with that mm-hmm. and she's been she she also speaks through her music like she's spoken mm-hmm. about their relationship Mm-hmm. Right. And seeing Solange, seeing her sister and Jay-Z on the elevator and, and Solange is, you know, is a is pretty much assaulting Jay-Z. Mm-hmm. Right. And so that sort of thing. So seeing that and then the I think the breakup of uh, Destiny's Child mm-hmm. as well and just being accused of stealing songwriting and things like that. She's like, you know what? And And women. The one thing I noticed with women is that when things like that start happening, except for there's been a couple of women who've gone out and just started just just pretty Go much crazy, saying yeah. a lot of stuff. Right. And she decided, I'm just going to back out mm-hmm. and not say anything. So, I, yeah. And as a record, I kind of, yeah, you know, respect that, you know, the fact that yeah. she was like, you know what, I'm going to pull out. I'm going to do like mm-hmm. a tour here and there or whatever, still be Beyonce, put out some shit, but I'm just going to get back here and, and live my life for me, How, yeah. do what I want, live with my family and you know, everything like that. I mean, she got what, two mm-hmm. young kids. I know she got one, but like, yeah. I think she got two, right? Yeah, two. Yeah. So yeah, like so. two younger kids, maybe she was like, you know what? We got money. We're good. I'm just going to like, you know, just put a little gas on the fire every once in a while, but I just want to enjoy my life, be here, do this. And and Brayman Sean, he even said something about that, you know, about trying to be the every the every woman, you know what I'm saying? But like she mm-hmm. could, you know, with the uh the uh was it like the hair, hair the salon, hair salon, hair style, yeah, hair, yeah, salon, the hair salon yeah. line. Going to hair she, salons, like mm-hmm. doing a little tour. She could go to hair salons tour. or she could be at home doing blue ivy's hair or something like that if she wanted to put blue ivy in the you know in the light like that, which he said that's mm-hmm. completely, you know, their choice, obviously. But she could be, you know, maybe get her sister or something. You know what I'm saying? Like she could be doing some stuff like that to be like, yeah, look, 
I'm just like everybody else. I do my friend or my sister and my cousin's hair as well too, or my daughter's hair or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like I do that kind of shit too, even though I'm, I'm not larger than life. I'm just like y'all, you know what I'm saying? And, and you're right with the Taylor Swift. She builds that deep connection with her fans. Like, like the girl next door type shit. It's like, Oh yeah, I just saw Taylor over there, you know, type of thing. But here's the thing we have to consider as well. Mm. Her fan base, Beyonce's mm -hmm. fan base it are a lot of strong black women mm -hmm. who feels that she is the queen. There's a lot of mm. women of color who feel she is a queen because it was funny. So her being um, larger than life is a positive. Yeah, because, dude, it was funny. It's funny. This was so weird. You're right, because mm -hmm. there was a moment, there was this TikTok uh, video of this girl, this girl, and she was in Hawaii. Mm. Like, she was in Hawaii, and she said, to her mom, she was like, mom, the queen died. And she was like, who, Beyonce? <laughs> <laughs> and she was talking about right. Queen Elizabeth. Right, right, yeah. That's what she was talking about. But, oh, but mom, you know, the, right. the Hawaiian some yeah, sister, she's thinking like, like, oh, oh you talking about Beyonce? <laughs> <laughs> right, some people think Beyonce, right. So, yeah, so for her, the larger-than-life mystique may actually be her positive, her superpower. If it she, is. If she comes down, people are going to be like, like it, it may be a negative, you know? And so like, you know, I, I, Sean and them, you know, they were giving her mad props. They weren't being disrespectful to her, you know? No, they like weren't. They, they weren't. They were saying, hey, look, you know, when she launches products, they don't go quite as well statistically like when some other people like Taylor or Rihanna do. You know what I'm saying? They were mainly, they would actually didn't say Taylor at all. They were talking about Rihanna. You know what I'm saying? And right. so they were saying, well, can I say why though? it's something, yeah. Yeah, and I can tell you, I can, I can tell you exactly why. Mm. She's a performer. Mm -hmm. She is a true that performer. Yeah. That because that persona that she puts out when she when she hits the stage, mm -hmm. she doesn't even need to. She doesn't even need to have an opening act. Right, it's just her. That's it. Done. Period. Yeah. Just her. Yeah, they mentioned she gets. She she, she gets. And here's the thing, <clears throat> I get. The Taylor Swift is uh is is a phenomenal is a phenomenal performer when she gets out there on stage. She's electrifying. Right, Rihanna as well. But, yeah, yeah Rih I, no, Rihanna ain't no. as electrifying. Okay. I don't know. I mean, and I'm I'm gonna keep it 100. No. Okay. But here's the thing. I think with 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 Taylor, see, Taylor is given more of the everyday, is more given more of the every girl, whereas mm -hmm. honestly. Beyonce is no longer that. She's a ruler. Right. She's a ruler. That makes and sense. And that's what it is. It makes yeah, she's a ruler. Yeah, so she's, to, she's built so her way it, up to that. She, yeah. She's built her way up to that point. And Taylor just still like, keeps I mean, it where she started. Yeah. Yeah, she just keeps it where it started. But and yeah, okay, she has the connectivity. But right. I'm gonna have to say this to Shannon Sharp. If you ever listen to our podcast, my brother, I love you. You are probably I think you are one, I think you are the true pioneer conversationalist when it comes to when it comes to social media today mm. truly i think he is the way he has the way he has moved the needle needle we're going to talk about we're going to talk about shannon sharp as well because i think there's something that he that he's done that is so unique from being a, a hall of famer to now becoming one of the biggest personalities on social media today yeah like, just by sitting down and having conversations with people and stuff yeah 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 Com to be able to do that 
conversation style stuff goes really well, especially if it you're does a host because it's so authentic, right? right? Yeah, you can hold rice, right? Because yeah. You, yeah. Mm-hmm. And but here's the thing, I gotta say this to him, my friend, and he said this on Nightcap. I I get where you're coming from as far as the moving the needle, but what I think he was saying is what I think Shannon Sharp is trying to say is Taylor Swift does have a connect a stronger connectivity as far as that everyday girl mm-hmm. type of feel but Beyonce has elevated to the point where she's a ruler mm-hmm. well, and, and on, that's the difference yeah and and honestly, there's a big difference yeah and honestly too like trying to compare those two is is like apples and oranges you know what i'm saying and and you know what i'm saying so that's why i the same think, thing yeah and so that's why i think that that brand man kept saying comparing to rihanna because rihanna rihanna would be more of a different type of apple than beyonce but they're still apples type of you know what i'm saying like if that got honey crisp with you know, the yeah, yeah honey crisp with the red or whatever, yeah, agree, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, right you know what i'm yeah, saying yeah like like they're mm-hmm. in the same lane because they're they both are they they both have a a similar vibe within a sphere you know what i'm saying you know it may be a wide right. sphere right but like but you know like what you just said like they're told taylor is has built a brand of of just being over here the everyday girl writing these songs about breakups everything like that being able to have that connectivity and beyonce has always built this larger than life personality and and yeah like like um like like sean was saying as well too is that like beyonce could do like a 250 person little get together little private show meet and greet type thing but like her fans are so used to the big extravaganza every time they see her that it would be weird. Like it would, it would be so off brand, you know? And so like, you know, that's one of the things that I took away as well too, is that when you build a brand, you need to stick with it. You know what I'm saying? Cause if you build a brand and it's you truly, it'll be easy to stick with, you know? So, so like, that's probably why Beyonce never tried to do anything like that really in general. Right. All right, all right, y'all. I just want to hop in here again real quick. Yes, I know again, but you know what? We rock with a lot of people here, and a lot of people rock with us here at Music Making Sense Podcast, so I got to tell you about all these great people, all right? And this one right here right now is Mad K Studios, all right? Go check them out, madkstudios.com. Mad K is a dope artist, man. This guy can draw or paint almost anything, okay? He really, really specializes in, like, portrait arts for memorialization of of your favorite car or a family member or a loved one or something like that. All right. Full commission artwork, no copy and paste shit or nothing like that. All right. Custom designs. If you want it, make sure you go hit up madkstudios.com for your custom art piece. And you can even go check out some of the pieces that he's done for freelance and stuff like that. And you can also get it on a shirt. He's got coffee mugs and mouse pads and all kinds of other decorative pieces of artwork that you can go and check out as well too so if you're a connoisseur of art you're looking for a nice piece of knickknack or something like that around the house or if you want a custom artwork designed for a loved one or something that's cherished in your life that you want memorialized in an actual painting a real painting make sure you go check out madkstudios.com let them know harcos over at music making sense podcast since you all right, let's get back to the show. I mean, she tried to do the Darion. She had yeah. the Darion jeans and stuff like that. And the, and the thing was that she sold those. And actually, I think that was 
one of her best um Did she endeavors was trying to try, try yeah, and it's not really doing as well. Even with right. her being, even with her being a um a record label owner, mm-hmm. it's just she's too, she's too, she's too strong of a performer. Right. Yeah. Way so too strong of just, a performer. That's just where she is. Then you know, and that's that's yep. where she succeeds, which is positive. You know. Yeah, absolutely. That's like Michael Jackson. Like if anybody, like everybody talks about when I hear this thing where you could compare. Her to you compare Taylor Swift to Michael Jackson. I can honestly say the one person who I think is that you could compare to Michael Jackson, where she's on that that was they're on that level of royalty. Mm-hmm. Truthfully, as a performer, is Beyonce. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that most definitely because yeah, she does go all out and everything like that. It, it is a spectacle, and Michael would always make she a goes as well too. hard. Yeah. And you know what? Fucking hard. I mean, she 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 lives well off of it. You know, so she's perfected her craft and she is what she is. But I think, you know, for whatever reason, the person that initially made the video that that no labels necessary reacted to, they they made it for some reason. I, I don't know what their motives were. Sean didn't really go into that stuff like that, but you know, them them bringing it up and trying to say, oh, well, you know, she's not like Rihanna. She doesn't have that connectivity. She can't sell like Rihanna stuff. It's like, okay, but like, it's two totally different things. Like Rihanna has built a different brand. Like, yeah, they're in the same kind of sphere, but there's, it's a different brand than what Beyonce has because of the performance, because of, because of all this She stuff. can sell a product. She, yeah. see, Rihanna can sell a product. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, fine. Right. But also you have to think about, and not just, not just when you think about it, why hasn't, Mary J. Blige come out with the boots yet mm-hmm. because she doesn't focus on product. She focuses on performance. Right. Yeah. And she just wants, and when she does, she rocks. She just, she likes to rock her style, her signature style mm-hmm. on stage and to where people want that. They want that look. Right. Right. And, and, and two, and when it comes to and the way and two, the way when you think about their again with their audience, mm-hmm. which are a lot of which are which are black women, mm-hmm. they're looking at this sister like okay, yeah, this sister is up here. They got that, you know what I'm saying? They they're giving her that they're giving her that pedestal mm-hmm. because they don't because because the way black women have been looked at throughout Hollywood mm-hmm. and throughout throughout the industry. So they're going to be like, so they're going to give her that strong. They're going to give her a pedestal, a strong pedestal on that platform. Right. right? And, and then some they're going to give her that uplifting. So, yeah, mm-hmm. so it's going to be one of those things. That's what you're going to end up seeing. Yeah. And some people build them. a brand as being a fashion icon and some people are mm-hmm. an entertainment icon. And some people like everybody's got their own iconic thing, you know, mm-hmm. whereas, you know, like like Kanye is a fashion dude way more than jay-z is even though jay-z started in the fashion stuff before kanye you know and stuff like that you know so that is uh you know that it just kind of it's it's like how you build yourself you know kanye since he started was always talking about fashion shit and stuff like that and 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 you know jay-z was on a whole different level you know yeah he, he did he had his own style with it and he was always you know he was talking about different things but not on the same level. And so like, I, th- I just think that's like a, a, it's a case study. It's like, 
you know, you can compare these people. You can compare Beyonce to Rihanna or Mary J. Blige or, you know, anybody, anybody, pick a name, you know, Michael Jackson to Taylor Swift or whatever, whatever you want to do. They all have their different brand that they've reached the top of or close to the top mm -hmm. of, you know, and that is the key right there is to is to find your brand. Maybe through trial and error, you know, what I'm saying you don't have to pick it immediately, but you know, find some of your strengths, one or two, maybe even and three growth, of them, growth, and then growth, growth from there. The, exactly. Yeah, growth. Well, well, mm -hmm. I think growth is one of those things that if you, and I'm not saying grow from there. What I'm saying is that growth, growth is one of those things that I feel will help you understand your brand more than anything. Mm -hmm. Like when you, because when you, because it, it, because it also experience, mm -hmm. right? And I'm saying that from experience that being that I know how I am when it comes to certain things I do in this industry mm -hmm. and when it comes to the business aspects, right? Mm -hmm. So having the experience that I have, it gives me a better idea of what those brand archetypes are and who I want to target, where mm -hmm. I want to target, how I want my, and even how I want to target my um brand right. what am i doing with it how am i gonna how, what type of clothes am i wearing what colors i'm representing setups stage presence all those things mm -hmm. right those things truly do matter and when you're marketing that you know you got to look at it like if you're and just just say this if you're in a band right mm -hmm. The one thing that you want to do is I know people say that uh, you, you know, people want to get away from the larger in the life persona, mm -hmm. but when it comes to rock and metal, you kind of have to have it. You gotta yeah. have, you got to, you have to do it. Like you gotta be a little bit larger than life because people want the rock star. Yeah. No matter yeah. what they want, the metal yeah. God, they want the metal God and the rock star. Mm -hmm. Okay, straight up, guys, you cannot be that type of you can't you can't walk in the because people you're, you're going to be boring. Mm -hmm. They're not. That's why you notice today where a lot of bands are not be the today's bands aren't getting looked at or being like talked about Zero or praised pop. like you only got. Yeah, it's only you only got like maybe bad omens like uh, you got Will Ramos um, and uh, uh, Ronnie Radke who are being talked about and vessel mm -hmm. of sleep token, right? They're the only ones really being talked about, but people want, and even MJK was being talked about for a while when he came out doing the power punk thing with pop punk and power punk mm -hmm. with Travis Barker, right? Mm -hmm. Travis Barker is still being talked about to this day because he's brought a rock star approach, OG rock star approach to the drums. Yeah, right? and what's interesting so is that that's he was why you one have to of do that. few drummers that popped more than the rest of the band. Like, yeah. dude, I can't think of anybody else's name within Blink One Eight. Well, Tom DeLonge and uh, Mark Mark <laughs> Mark Hoppus. I I I mean, I love those guys. I, I, I yeah, love but a lot of but them, so. how many people? If you took a poll, how many people would be like, if you put all three of those names up there, how many people would say, you know, that any of those besides, you know, uh, um, Tom DeLonge has a um, I think. Tom DeLong with um, Angels and Airways was his second project. Mm. 
that he did was something that was something that was that was a pretty popping project yeah but, but yeah well, you are right but travis just has yeah. that rain recognition plus he's able to get into mm-hmm. especially when he started doing the drumming with hip-hop artists and mm-hmm. people like people started recognizing him with drumming and hip-hop and mm-hmm. then just the speed he has with on with with one kick drum with the single kick mm-hmm. pedal right like seeing that talent they're just like oh shit well let me you know and right. then him putting out an album with other hip-hop artists and that was just like that was a killer project right so yeah so he so did yeah so the, the, the thing is like yeah if you are in rock and metal guys you yeah, gotta dude. be like you gotta be a rock star and I think for jazz, if you are in jazz, like if you want to be that jazz artist that really pops, the one thing you've got to do is you got to be, you got to be, you got to be an innovator with your instrument. Mm -hmm. And like, you got to make that instrument speak to the people in a way where they're like, even if it's your voice, you got to really like, and, and, and you got to be able to break the rules because the person who's actually um, became like an influence within jazz today, like today's modern jazz is Jay Dilla, rest his soul. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of the masters, you know, the jazz masters, they ended up passing away. And a lot of the music kind of went into the, a lot of the music went into the classroom environment. So, a lot of it was mostly just the students who are still students of jazz who was taking it, but somebody has to be the one to and, and Robert Glass Robert Glasper was one who did it, mm-hmm. but because he broke the rules where he was able to bring jazz and then he started listening to Dilla and just started playing Dilla lick playing Dilla tunes on his um on piano. And then being a a classically trained pianist as well. So classically jazz, classical jazz pianist trained. And so him being able to do that. And then you got Chris Daddy Day, but, and the UK jazz is start is was, was really starting to make some, was doing some hot shit as well. But if for a jazz artist, yeah, you got to be, you've got to be that rule breaker. Like, and I, and the only way I would say, if you're going to truly understand the rule breaker of, of, of jazz, you got to go back to Miles Davis and, and, and John Coltrane and those, and those pioneers of it. And then listen to dear Jay Dilla as well. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that, I mean, because then it's like understanding the rules, breaking them and then going there, even like listening to somebody like Sun Ra and, and, you know, artists like that, like. Yeah, really. That's what you, I, I think. And even Corey was talking about that in the, I think the first uh, episode they were they had where he said that he was talking about you know jazz or classical artists who are out there today. It's just yeah, you have to be, you have to be a rule breaker. All right, all right, all right, y'all. I just want to take a quick break right here to tell you about something hot and spicy. And no, I'm not talking about that Latina thing that you saw on Tinder the other day. I'm talking about hot sauce. And not just any hot sauce, but Tennessee Hot Sauce Co. Alright? I personally know the owner of Tennessee Hot Sauce Company, and I've seen him grow this company from just something that he would sell a few bottles at the local farmer's market to something that can ship all across the United States now, alright? And 
you guys have a unique opportunity right now to save 20% by using the code MMCPOD when you check out on any order over at Tennessee Hot Sauce Company's website. All right, that's tnhotsauceco.com. Make sure you all go check them out and use the code MMCPOD over at checkout and save 20%. You guys got to check this out, all right? They have all kinds of great great flavors my personal favorite is poblano jalapeno it has a mild kick to it because i'm a little bit of a bitch when it comes to spices but it has great great flavor i put on all kinds of stuff i put it on steaks i put it on burgers when i'm cooking them i put it on tacos and enchiladas stuff like that as well too but i've tried many of these other flavors like the garlic habanero and the honey habanero, the blood orange ghost, and the pineapple habanero. Now, the pineapple habanero was one that really, really snuck up on me because it had a great sweet flavor of the pineapple, and it wasn't nothing overbearing, but it had a very, very good flavor to it. And then all of a sudden, boom, I got hit in the ass with a habanero, and I had to go grab some milk, all right? But these are some great flavors and they have all kinds of different options they have the collection which has the full lineup of all six of their most popular sauces they also have different subscription boxes you have a three sauce option a four sauce option yearly and bi yearly options is available as well too for the boxes then you also have all kinds of other new flavors that they have that I've never tried yet I actually got to get that shipment in here soon of the barrel aged whiskey and the mustard dill scorpion those are two that look very very interesting and i want to try them out one thing i did try is one of their new options that they have here which is the poblano jalapeno beef jerky but like i said i love the poblano jalapeno sauce and whenever i tried this jerky no bullshit i ate the whole bag before i can even sit down and shoot this promo right here all right and so luckily i know the owner like i said so i got another bag on the way but y'all gotta go check it out and he also told me they got some more flavors coming out of the jerky as soon as they get operations up and running on that brand new venture right there all right so again make sure y'all go over tnhotsauceco.com use promo code mmcpod at checkout and save 20% on your order and on top of that orders $50 and over are free shipping in the United States so again make sure you go check this out small batch small brand but powerful flavors tennessee hot sauce company now let's get back to the show yeah that makes sense like especially with with the rock portion i don't know as much about jazz like you do but you know i have a strong familiarity with with rock and metal and stuff like that and yeah you you have to be like you you gotta be that character you gotta have you gotta have the visual with it. it's a highly you know a lot of music is highly visual and that's one thing I see, like in the hip hop space, for instance. Um, mm-hmm. You know, there. You know, depending on what level you're at in hip hop, where wherever you operate, you will see similar things. Where there will be an artist showcase in the you know one of the big cities or whatever in your state, and you know these artists will come out and for an artist showcase it's never any big artists it's always small to medium sized artists and stuff like that and when they come out and stuff like that they'll be out there and you know they any video that you see most of the time it never has a crowd shown at all 
you know what I'm saying, for a reason. Um, but then they'll be up on social media gassing it up, talking about how, you know, it was a movie and, you know what I'm saying, they went apeshit, you know, it's a hell of a fucking thing, blah, 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 everything like that. Right. And then, of course, with the internet being the internet, you'll see, you know, like, so this is this is something that happened recently in, in Indianapolis, right? So there was an artist showcase. Okay. Some people went down there, and I follow a decent amount of Indianapolis artists uh, on my on my Facebook and stuff like that. So I see this, and okay, and they're always having beef. Like I I got out of the Indianapolis circuit intentionally because it's 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 all the soap operas combined with Jerry Springer on the worst day. Oh and, my god. And and it's just like it's just nonstop. Anytime something happens, there's there's always beef with everyone and for no reason half the time. Just because, you know, a, a lot of people just think that if, you know, they, they have they have like a, a scarcity mindset where they're like, if if I'm not gaining the fans, somebody else is getting my fans. And it's like people can listen to 50 different artists in one day. You know that, right? Like they're not just listening to only one artist a day. You know what I'm saying? It's not like, it's not like my wall where we would just grab a CD and take it out the house with us. And we would listen to the CD from the artist all day, you know, and then obviously the ability came to make mixtapes and then we would be able to mix it up with different songs from different artists. But now, you know, it depends on how long you're listening to music throughout the day on how many artists you can actually listen to in one day. And, but you know, a lot of these people, when they're trying to, I understand it when you're trying to grind and you're trying to get there, you want to try to capture everything that you can, you know? And, and if you see somebody else capturing or somebody else trying to get in your way, you get defensive and I get it. You know, it's a survival tactic, you know, it's a, it's a killer be killed type of situation, but facts things are so much bigger than that, you know? And, and what's really crazy is that like, you know, I can sit there and I can tell people, I'm like, Hey, stop worrying about, you know, stop worrying about nap. All right. The, the whole world's out here for you. And they'll be like, no, man, that's what I was talking about is, you know, we need to stop thinking about nap and blah, blah, blah. And then like the next six posts, they're still bitching about the nap beef between Nap and Fort Wayne or fucking Muncie or some shit like that, right? They're all, these are all cities in Indiana for those of y'all who don't know familiar yeah. with Indiana, right? But like, you know, these different cities and stuff like that that don't hardly ever connect with each other, especially Indianapolis and Fort Wayne. That's like opposite sides of the state almost. And mm-hmm. like, they're sitting there beefing, like talking about, oh yeah, this garbage ass, you know, there's like like talking shit about each other and everything like that. And I'm just like, why? But then, but then I realized, I'm like, oh yeah, because most of these people most of these artists make music for other artists and you can hear it in their lyrics. They're like, Oh yeah, I'm better than half these rappers and blah, blah, blah. They talk about other artists in their music. And I'm just like, what the fuck are It's just, it's just a stunt. It's just, it's just like, what the fuck? Like, and like, I understand like the Biggie versus Pac shit or something like that, where you're like one-on-one versus another artist. But these guys will be like, in general, all those other artists you know what i'm saying like they won't even have a one-on-one beef half the time with their shit it's 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 so minimally minded as i like to say right they're mental midgets with a lot of this shit and it's it boggles my mind because 
it's such it's so infectious why. of a fucking mind yeah. virus right as and soon as so it gets into their brain trivial. they can't get yeah no but it's a mind virus as soon as it gets in their brain they just can't stop until it's exhausted you know what i'm saying yeah. it's it's but then but then as soon as everything goes away give it a week or two because this thing just happened like last weekend or whatever right right i think you know you give it a week or two and it will it will go away and then people will forget that that thing ever even happened, right? Until the next thing, right? Until the Shreese Festival or until whatever. Like, yeah, I, I, whenever I had, whenever <laughs> I had Hip Hop Hour for four years, right? It was a radio show style podcast for those of y'all who don't know. I used to have from 2017 to 2021. And whenever I first started, the artists that I had were from my local area, like Indianapolis and surrounding areas and stuff like that. Those were the artists that I found on there. And then, <clears throat> I started making connections with people that they knew, other artists that they knew, and then it started growing. And so then for a while, I branded myself as putting on for the greatest Indiana hip-hop artists, right? Well, then I started making connections outside of Indiana. And so then I'm like, okay, from the United States, right? And right. then I started making connections in the UK. And I'm like, yo, these cats are fucking dope. Like, they, they're like raw with it. And I'm like, okay. And so then I was just like, around the world right and then that's when i finally broke the the small minded shit about king of the city or king of the state type of shit and i'm just like right you know and so then i started showcasing artists from all over i had artists from uk ireland um um belarus australia you know what i'm saying then like a bunch of places like most of them were in the united states or uk but i'm saying like i had i had a little bit spread out and you know it it was dope but Whenever I realized that, and it was from some podcasts I was listening to and stuff like that, where I started hearing statistics like, you know, three and a half billion people are on the internet and growing, and roughly about half of them have English as at least a second language, if not a first. So I'm sitting here, I'm like, okay, one and a half to two billion people are a potential market. Now, obviously, they all have different interests. Not everybody loves hip hop music, yada yada. But at, you got right. one and a half billion people to to market to. If you get a half of a percent of that, that's a lot. You know what I'm saying? And Facts. so, and I'm like sitting there, I'm just like half a billion people or a, a billion and a half people. There's no city on the planet that has anywhere near that. The biggest is like seven million or something like that, right? And yeah, so I'm sitting here trying to tell people, I'm like, yo, look. For instance, Indianapolis, right? It's like 3 million or something like that. I'm like, yo, it, you know how hard it's going to be for you to get 40,000 real fans out of only 3 million people? Like statistically, it's going to be more difficult than if you try to get it out of 3.5 billion people. And so I started coming at it from that mindset and trying to tell people. They just don't want to fucking, they don't want to listen. I, I don't know. Some people just can't listen. And I'm like, okay, fine, whatever. Everybody in due time will figure it out or they won't, you know. But but whenever they are out there on their music pages talking this shit about other fucking cities and stuff like that with all this beef and stuff, I'm sitting here thinking, you are making this your brand now. Why? Why are you having it be your brand? Are you a beef artist? Or are you trying to fucking spread the vibes? You know what I'm saying? I'm thinking about right. one artist in particular. He's all about his music is vibey and wavy and all that shit. It's all about the vibe and fucking blah, 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 everything like that. You know what I'm saying? 
And then you go and you get on the same place you market your music and you start talking all this shit about, oh, motherfuckers make music out in Muncie. I didn't even know Muncie had artists, blah, 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 shit like that. Well, your fans in California are going to be like, what the fuck is a Muncie? You know what I'm saying? They don't know that shit. Right. If you really are getting out there like that and you're getting out beyond just your city, they technically he doesn't even fucking live in. We're not going to get into that, though. But if you're getting out beyond Nap, right, that you don't live in, right. dude. Don't even live in that. But anyway, you're getting out beyond that, supposedly, and, you know, tens of thousands of streams, you know, listeners on Spotify and all that shit. Then motherfuckers aren't going to care about some local beef. And that's not your brand. So stay on brand. You know what I'm saying? You don't see Beyonce beefing with some, you know, California R&B artist. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, that's not her brand. She's larger than life. You know, so... So when you're formulating your brands, you know, and like he's like like KP said, you know, you you're gonna have to test a lot of things. It comes with experience and everything. Realize what doesn't work. Yeah, you may start getting a lot more engagement on social media, but it's not the right so engagement that you want. You know, you you need to put out your music, be steady with it, and grind your ass off, and not worry about this shit. If you have true beef with somebody. You handle that shit with them or you delete them, right? Don't worry about putting that out there and stuff like that. That's I, that's just like a, a gripe that I just kind of, it popped up on my chest uh, that I've been seeing on my Facebook feed. Because I'm sitting here, I'm trying to network, I'm trying to help artists with their marketing and stuff like that. <clears throat> and, 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 you know, whenever I see artists post something, I, you know, if, if I can add some knowledge in there, especially if it's about music and music marketing, stuff like that, I try to throw my two cents in there and try to build that connection and give value. You know what I'm saying? But whenever I'm scrolling through my feed and I'm just seeing, I don't know if it was just today, the fucking alignment of planets and shit like that is all weird or whatever, but everybody was like, so like morbidly depressed on their fucking social media today. It was like either depression or bitching. It was crazy. Like nobody was out there fucking like popping and moving like they have been the rest of the week so far. All right, y'all, let me take a quick break right here to tell you about something that's completely fucking ridiculous, okay? It's called HorribleDesigns.com. And I personally know the owner, and he's just as ridiculous as this whole fucking company is, okay? If you or someone you know loves stickers and mugs and shirts with crazy outlandish sayings on them that just are designed to catch people's attention out in public and get them to laugh and point and ask you, hey, where'd you get that t-shirt or where'd you get that sticker when they see it on your car and stuff like that y'all gotta go check out horribledesigns.com at horribledesigns.com they have all kinds of ridiculous sayings on stickers and coffee mugs t-shirts vinyl stickers magnets and even mouse pads okay and i'm telling you if you guys have not checked out horribledesigns.com you got to go check it out because some things are straight up great like the american muscle mouse pad it's got some awesome pictures of great muscle cars if you're into cars or you know somebody who's into muscle cars and they need some great mouse pad to have while they're on the computer working but then they also have dumbass fucking t-shirts that say things like are you staring at my ass with a picture of a donkey on it or stickers that say are you staring at my beaver with a picture of a beaver on it stuff like that man completely ridiculous shirts and stickers coffee mugs everything like that anything that you can ever think about having just to get 
people's attention, make a statement out in public, and just completely be ridiculous and to do it with some horrible designs at the exact same time. And like I said, I know the owner, so he hooked us up with a great deal where you can save right now by using the link below in the description whenever you go there and shop. You will not only support Music Making Sense Podcast, but you also get a great deal on any and everything that you decide to purchase every time that you use that link right there in the description below. So make sure you go check that out right now horribledesigns.com use the link below in order to get good savings go check it out buy some ridiculous shit for yourself or someone you know all right now let's get back to the show so i don't know if it was just a hump day blues or whatever or something like that but but you know what i'm saying like when i see stuff like that man i just like bro y'all gotta focus on what your brand actually is and stop trying to stunt and stop beefing over dumb shit. Like, it was a little 50-person All-Star Weekend showcase. Like, it's not like it was headlining the Black Expo, and in, in, the Indie Black Expo. You know what I'm saying? Or something like that. It wasn't like a big fucking event in Indy. It wasn't like you were on the stage at motherfucking Pacers going to the fucking finals or something like that. Or the fucking Colts getting the Super Bowl. It wasn't a big deal. It was this little 50 or 100 person gathering. You know, mm. like, come on. <laughs> come on. Like, get above your own fucking nose. You know what I'm saying? Get beyond that shit. <laughs> Fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like, especially when I see people popping nah, off about all their streaming numbers and all the fans they got. And I'm like, well, for one, you couldn't pack out a fucking 200 capacity fucking building. <laughs> and for two, and for two, you're beefing over some dumb shit with motherfuckers that live three hours away from you that weren't even there like come right man you know but anyway sorry uh it's kind of diverted on there but it does have to do with your brand (laughs) so it's on topic it's just a bitch session from harcos which happens sometimes but but uh but yeah no 100 percent. i don't know if i can add anything else i'm kind of like yeah (laughs) yeah i just yeah and, and I just like, and that happens you know, in any I, genre too. You've yeah, talked to me. You've talked about genre. shit that's happened in the metal scene and stuff like that. With that too, I mean, some yeah. of the beef was about different stuff, but sometimes it'll be territorial stuff, you know. Yeah. And that's yeah, that's that's what I think is the dumbest. Is is territorial? Like if it's a personal beef or if it's uh, you know, something like that, you know, baby mama drama type of thing. Okay, whatever. I can kind of understand that, but if it's like territorial like come on man like we got the internet now you know you don't have to literally fight for stage time in your city anymore as the only way to get known it's it's not necessary i mean you can travel like you know i'm saying you can go travel and you can build it's it is i mean you can build a fan base online and then Mm -hmm. you can just start like getting out there and travel and vlogging and doing mm-hmm. things like that and really just making it exciting like i think i think it's way more exciting to get out here as a musician and start you know, creating your you know booking your own shows cre- mm-hmm. even like creating your own shows where mm-hmm. you like buy out a theater or rent out something and then you start doing shows there and stuff mm-hmm. like you know there's just so many great ways to get out here and in and, and build your fan base i mean look at lil russell 
you know, exactly doing it like the way he's doing it. And it's just really exciting because it's like so cool to see him get out in his city and, and, and rock the mic and just be shooting videos and got cats dancing and, you know, just, just, just creating really cool content that people are like really connecting with. Yeah. Because he's enjoying what he's doing and he's showing that. And then that connects to the people as well too, you know? And, And that's the thing too. Like I know a producer who's getting ready to travel for a whole year and he's already kind of got it booked out. So he's a producer engineer and stuff like that. So he's going to be going around. He's going to do a travel vlog. It's like a travel vlog mixed with him doing studio sessions and stuff like that all across the country. And so he's got like this whole route mapped out that he's getting ready to start here soon, starting at like South by Southwest. Right. And it's, it's right of what you were just saying. You can get out and you can travel. You can have the vlog for it. And, like, this dude is going to get so much traction just by going out and doing something that he wanted to do. He's going to be seeing the country traveling, which is something he likes. And he's going to be m- making music with artists and stuff like that. He's got, like, a van. He's got, like, a little studio set up in his van. He's going <coughs> excuse me. And he's going to go around and record and mix and master people. And he's already got him like booked up and shit like that for like the whole year. And like, he's got like different connections that he has, like, like in Atlanta at one of the big studios and stuff. He he knows a dude who's like, yeah, when you get here, come on in and we'll actually get in the big studio and blah, blah, blah. So he's like, it's like a big, he's going on a, on a world tour essentially within the United States and going to have so much success and so much fun and so much enjoyment over it. You know, these artists can do the same thing. Like, for instance, I'm not trying to go back to it too much, but, you know, these indie artists having this beef over this little fucking little thing. Well, in Fort Wayne, where they're beefing with people for no reason, there are shows every single weekend. I know a promoter who puts them on where they're always looking for openers for mid to high level artists coming through town. You know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers ain't doing that down in Indy like that, but they're doing it up in yeah, Fort Wayne. Yeah, it's just like, yeah, it's like yesterday when we were doing uh, doing our um, artist spotlight. Shout out to Royalty, mm-hmm. and um, and when I told, when I looked up and saw one of those one festival that's going on there, mm-hmm. right, and just in hit Ohio, her up yeah. like, hey, it's like in Ohio, yeah. So it's like, look, guys, there, it's a lot of them out there. Hell, I even applied when I was into my jazz mode. Mm-hmm. Um, I even I even submitted uh, my stuff to the Detroit Jazz Fest because I was like, man, I would love to go home Hell and play yeah. some crazy free jazz for them. But I didn't get selected, which I understood. They were looking for more ensembles and stuff. So right. that was understandable. Yeah, and but that's too, sure, that's sure they know, dope, not only though. getting into Jeep, they're – yeah, I mean, it would have totally been awesome. Yeah, dude, like to be like able to going go back, back home, home to Detroit level. and doing the Detroit Jazz Fest. Like that's a decent sized yeah, thing man. for those of y'all not from in the Midwest area. That's yeah. this is a decent thing. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it, yeah. A lot of people go there, dude. Trust me, mm-hmm. there are people who've traveled from yeah. near and far that's gone to the Detroit Jazz Festival because yeah. you got a lot of bands also that go there. That's from that's from different parts Everywhere. of the world, man. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so, so yeah, so man, you know, guys, like, it's just, you got, man, don't, don't think that you can't find your audience. Mm -hmm. 
Like for real, like when you got the internet and, and just when, with the way the internet and everything works, man, you can truly artists, you can truly build, build your brand. You can find your brand and just build it from there and just build around it. Like, and it's not understand this. What branding is, is bits and pieces of who you are and what you do. And you go out there, when, when you put those together, you put that in a package and sell it, mm-hmm. right? And the, re- and the reason I'm saying it like that, because you got, and, and you got to understand this too. There are people who are not going to like what you do. Bottom line, there are going to be people out there who aren't going to like what you do. So whatever you do, make sure that you are ready to deal with the criticism. Mm -hmm. Because it's going to be there. They're not going to like your product. There are people who are going to protest it, (laughs) right? They're going to protest it. There are people who are going to probably burn one it burnt they're gonna ban they're gonna they're gonna tell the world to ban it and everything else i swear to you mm-hmm. but you put it out there anyway yeah because the same Straight amount up. of fervor people are gonna have against your stuff you're gonna have mm-hmm. a bunch of people who are gonna have that same fervor for your stuff so if you if you take that negativity and you deflect it into positive shit you know you take all these people you know giving you you use it as a fuel to help you put out more positivity and have more genuine connection with your fans, the ones that do like your stuff, it's all the better, man. And all let me say this too. You don't even have to be positive because I'm gonna tell you right now, because these are, be real with y'all. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna shoot from the hip with this bitch, dude. Okay. I am putting out satanic fucking metal. Do y'all understand me? Right. And you also brought up something we were talking about last night. We were at, Hark and I, we had a pretty private conversation. He said that he sees pain in me. And I'm going to let him know, and I'm letting the world know this. When I am in pain, that's when you see the best fucking art come out of me. Because I'm being honest. I'm stripping down every damn thing. And let me tell you, I am good. And when I strip down, I'm talking about me putting on the look that I'm going to have. Yes, I do have an image. And when I do wear that shit, it is because this is what I'm feeling. And I'm going to give you that very performance. Get ready for the true black hellion. Mm -hmm. And I mean just that. So, yes, you may not be, you may, you're going to say, okay, this nigga's going negative. Yes, I am. (laughs) Because I am using that very darkness that I am going through and I'm going to channel that goddamn shit Mm -hmm. and it's going to make me fucking cash. Mm -hmm. Why? Because it's what I do. Mm -hmm. And I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to add on a bunch of shit. I'm not trying to do a bunch of extra shit. I'm doing the things that I know I need to do. Number one, have that fucking dark, uh, have that dark, insane image. Mm -hmm. Of the goddamn metal god who is the most evil son of a bitch in the world. It's there, dude. And that's it. Mm-hmm. And I want to say this. Why? Because in the, to, to add this, John Schneider from the Dukes of Hazard. Y'all remember old Bo Duke, Bo Duke from old Dukes of Hazard, right? 
He recently, and this is why I also brought up about Beyonce, because he recently said, he recently compared her music, her, her recent songs, to a dog making his, making a uh, mark in his territory, pretty much pissing the market's territory. That's what he compared it to. And shout out to Miss Laney Wilson. If you know who Miss Laney Wilson is, man. <laughs> Let me just say this, darling. Thank you for you saying what you said because she told her, she said, come on home, girl. Mm. She's a goddamn, because she, she's saying it in a way like, she's. she says she's from Texas. So how could she not do country music? And also, Laney said, this is a great time to be a country artist because you got people from all walks of life doing country now. And she's proud of that. And she's thick and booty ass white woman yes but she's a hell of a country artist i'll say that and ain't no but to it because she does have but anyway <laughs> she is she is ain't no an but amazing to it, but there country is a artist but to it <laughs> mm, mm, honey she knows she got that vanilla milkshake let me talk to you all right but dude but she straight up man she straight up went she straight up went to bat for her and mm. i'm like hell yeah you know so shout out to shout out to laney wilson for that man yeah and that kind of goes to what and I'm i was saying, saying how with every negative you're yeah. gonna have hella awesome positive that comes you know of the people that love you so you know you can take it like you're taking it and and using it for your fuel to create greatness that you're going to be doing kp here soon you can use the negativity as your power or like, you know, like I like to do, or like some other people like to do, ignore the negative, focus on the positive, and then ride that positive. So it's completely your choice. It's all personality traits. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Absolutely. And, and you know, KP, and another- KP, KP knows how to focus it in the right ways, you yep. know? And, and so some people, some of y'all may not know how to do that yet. So just do what's best for you personally. You know, KP yep. is going to demolish it with it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I also got my, uh, I got a return from um, Taxi that I got, I got one of my, one of my um, instrumentals got returned mm-hmm. because it was, be, because it was more of an underscore than it was a trailer. Mm-hmm. So that was my fault of not really, I, I guess I didn't. I I didn't pay attention to being, to focus in it being a trailer. So that mm-hmm. was my fault. But the cool thing they said is that I have really good horror. I write really good horror. I write great horror tracks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is a they said I really positive. got good. Yeah, that- good underscore. Yeah, great, really mm-hmm. good underscores for horror. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, that's one thing that's awesome. And I didn't about thought about that. Is that feedback? That's one thing yeah. I like about it. it. From what you've been telling me about it, is that feedback is raw because instead of them saying declined, try again. They actually like mm-hmm. give you some feedback. So like what they told you is like, yo, this is great horror, but it's better for an, an underscore. We wanted a tra- we wanted a trailer for this particular thing, right? And so yep. then you could take that same piece of work and actually apply it to one that's looking for a horror underscore, maybe. You know what I'm saying? Stuff like yep. that. And uh or and, keep yeah. well, I could keep it because it's like cause the way it's mixed and everything, it was like a good it was mixed really good because I didn't get any marks on that. Mm-hmm. It was just that it was they said it was just it was a straight up under it was more right, of yeah. an underscore. It was just like the wrong. So I was like, yeah. so yeah, so it did yeah. So the mix was good, mm-hmm. so everything was spot on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So but just it was just so I'm like, okay. It was like a technicality so basically on the, keep on that the job. on there. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. So basically, I can still keep that in mm-hmm. the files of my of my of my um taxi mm-hmm. uh pla- um profile. And when an un- when they need an underscore, boom, bam, there's that baby right there. Exactly. Yeah, because they already gave you good marks on the quality of it and how it was great, blah, blah, blah. It just wasn't what this particular job was looking for. So when you sign the next one, boom, throw that one up in there. And then then if they kick it back, you're like, okay, hold on, hold on. Talk to me here. What's up? Because you just said it was fucking good. Now you're saying, is that, what's up? You know. Mm. But that's one thing that's great about taxis. It has taxi, to go under for an underscore. Yeah, you have yeah. what I was saying. Like That's one thing about taxis that they'll tell you. you know. And yep. so any of y'all who are interested in sync licensing and stuff like that, Hit up KP. You can reach him on any of the Music Making Sense podcast stuff. Just send a message on there, musicmakingsensepod.com for every and everything Music Making Sense pod, all the links to socials, streaming platforms, anything like that. Put a message down there and, uh, you know, we both check it, you know, different things for different ones and everything like that. But anytime you want to ask a question to KP about sync licensing, feel free. You know, he'll help you out and everything yep. like that. If I get the message, I'll forward it over to him, everything like that. So, you know, yeah. that that's one of the key things about, you know, yeah, you've been listening to the podcast. I've been seeing the numbers grow. That first episode, that, that part one that we did about with the Windy Day breakdown from that Windy Day video, it had a really, really good response across almost all platforms that it was on. It was yeah. one of the best streamed ones that we've had so far. Um, so... <clears throat> that might have been that might have been some of the title, but I think the content was really really on point with that as well too. Um, so absolutely. So every one of y'all who who are tuning in because I've been seeing regular listeners keep keep adding on. Every single one of y'all. Thank you guys. Look, man. go back and Fuck listen yeah. to the previous episodes as well too. Um, but for those of y'all who haven't yet, you know, if you're thinking if you're if you ever thought about getting into sync licensing, which is like movie and video games, TV commercials, all that kind of stuff, placements for your musical compositions of any kind, you know, yep. hit up KP on any of the socials. Go to musicmakingsensepod.com. Excuse me. Go to musicmakingsensepod.com for all the socials, all the other streaming platforms. Maybe you're, you know, watching on YouTube. You really rather have the Spotify instead, blah, blah, blah. All that stuff. Go there, but you can. On the website, you can drop a message right there in the chat and get in touch with us. If you want to know more about sync licensing and stuff, talk to KP, all right, because he went to the taxi conference. He's been working deep in it, and, you know, everybody has their own things that they're that they focus on yeah. that they're good at. You know, like for me, for instance, I focus a lot on internet-based creation of content and branding and growing in that realm of the marketing where I lack is focusing on like all the business technicals and stuff like that. I don't focus on that stuff whenever I'm working with artists. So, you know, but, but then also too, I, I've never even dabbled with sync licensing. I've done a little bit of it by like, you know, doing hooks for people and stuff like that technically, but like nothing like what KP does. So if you're ever interested in that, you know, if you're if you're more into metal or rock or anything like that, any of that kind of stuff, KP is a, an awesome resource for that information. On previous episodes, he's went in more depth, like he, like he did here today, talking about that side of things. But you just need to go check out previous episodes. Keep tuning in. Every single week, we build on the weeks prior with information. We don't yeah. just come out of blue. It's not, you know, drive-by fire type of shit. We're building on different things. We reference previous episodes. So make sure you all go check all that out and and keep tuning back in here every single week. 
you know, we're going to start having more artist spotlights, which is really, really dope. Yeah. Um, where we sit down, we talk to artists and stuff like that. And, um, you know, and, and just talk to them, get them, you know, get them to actually be able to be like, Hey, this is who I am. This is what I'm about. Everything like that. Since we are a music marketing podcast and, you know, music marketing is, you know, our thing, you know, we, we have a music marketing bend with it. You know, we talk about different marketing angles that we think they could take and talk about stuff like that. So if you're an artist, I mean, it's damn near a consultation with me and KP is what, is what the spotlights yeah. are. You know, it's where you can promote yeah. yourself, but it's also a little consultation as well. Drop something in the socials, drop something in, you know, musicmakingsensepod.com, hit us up and we'll get you popped on with another one. So just keep Hell tuning yeah. on in here. And get ready uh, for the darkness provided to you by KP. As soon as he gets all his, uh, well, it wouldn't be ducks, it'd be bats in a row. I think it was some darkness animals, <laughs> right? Not ducks, it was bats. As soon as he gets all of his bats in a row. Demons in but, a row. Yeah, the demons and the bats and the fucking goblins in a row. Yeah, as soon as he gets all that shit in a row, then he will be, uh, we will drop links and everything like that in there too for you. So uh, until next time, anything else, KP? You know who we are powered, you know oh, who um, yeah, powered, powered, powered by, by Riverside. Powered by Riverside <laughs> FM. All right, we'll see y'all you know in the it. next episode. Cue the crazy music. You know it. This is the only dancing I do. It's just some head bobbing shit. Move my shoulder and my hips <laughs> just a little bit, though. Only a little bit. Now you got to move the neck, KP, the neck. I got to follow you. <laughs> you got to do the neck, KP. You got to do the neck. I'm moving the I neck. I just did. I did. No, you I had a stiff the neck, neck on that shit. Like you swallowed a Viagra. Oh, you there you go. Yeah, you got to move the neck. You got to get the fucking... <laughs> you got to get the weeble wobble like you're an alien and shit. Like, look. I look like I'm an alien with my neck all stretched out and shit. <laughs> you a long neck ass <laughs> Exactly. We right. out, y'all. See ya. Holla. <laughs>